0: You second official installment of the Cosmic Salon. And this is going to be under a header I'm calling WOOD. And I have my very good friend, Suzanne Potter Thomas with me today. And I'm going to let her bring, I'm going to bring her on and let her give her bio because she doesn't have an official bio like, like me actually. And, uh, but I want to say this heading out in the initial. Suzanne does the real research. Suzanne reads real white papers and deep dives into uh, into all of it. She's led me on so many breadcrumbed or carrot ridden rabbit trails, starting with some of the the sonar stuff out here in Washington state when I first started to get my tinnitus and then all over. I mean, she's just deep into really getting at the root of what could be going on, the possibilities of what's going on. And she has always an open mind and is curious to add to the body of research and very, very much in tune with the pulse as she sees it. So with that said, I'm going to bring on my good friend, Suze. Hello, Suze. Hi, hi, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm- um, Thank you for that nice. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. Well, so before we get started and into our little chat here, just tell us about yourself a little bit, whatever you want to say, give give a little foundation.
1: Uh, okay. So I started really getting into YouTube. I I think it was around 2015, I guess. And, uh, was that when you started getting into it, Nish? Was it 2015? I think that's when Jerry and I first became friends.
0: Yeah. I think it was, we are all kind of around that time, but we weren't connected that heavily until maybe a year or two. I think it was the next year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and and I, I just started, you know, the whole conspiracy thing, find out about 9 11. My boys are the ones that woke me up to that. And I was like, what? And anyway, so I started looking into all that. Then I realized what wealth of information was on Google
0: <laughs> and on the internet.
1: So, yeah, there's, I've, I've done deep dives into so many different subjects the fires here in California the things going up in Washington state, like you said, the sonar stuff and all the electromagnetic things and, uh, just the weaponry that they're testing up there for the Navy, all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, just just everything. I just look into everything. So, and I've had some really weird experiences and you know that we've talked about it a lot and, uh, yeah, this should be fun. I've, I'm just, I'm a mom, you know, mom and grandma and, uh, with kid, older kids, obviously. And, you know, so I had time to start doing stuff that I was interested in. Not that I wasn't interested in the kids, but you know, you know what I mean? Adult things.
0: <laughs> and, you know, the thing with you is you're around in a lot of places. You're, you're a perennial person on cruising with steak and oh, obviously yeah, yeah. the right. hive <laughs> and, you know, yes, you filled in for me on, uh, on the Nox Mente, but mm-hmm. you never really have a platform and it, it's, It's always amazing to me. And even when you do, it seems like you get talked over a lot. So yeah, this is why I'm thrilled to bring you forward because you're one of the few people I know that actually does deep – like you do more than videos. You look at paperwork and you're you're constantly really trying to ground – uh information in patents and official mm-hmm. stuff and it's it's really actually rare most people these days are getting all their information secondhand through or they get it from it
1: right from videos and i want to find the root of the root well you know about my genealogy study and yes. the, you know the just the massive amounts of stuff that i learned just through that and that was, uh, I mean, I'm still, I haven't gone back to it because you have to take a break after a while. There's just so much information, but, um, yeah. So, and I've been on re- we've read the documents with John Brisson, uh, a couple different times, uh, because I do, I read the documents. So, uh, and, and that, I think that's where I got really frustrated was on the hive, uh, when Jerry first started that, um, We just kept seeing the information kept getting looped. And it was like, we just, we live in this loop of craziness and who's actually researching this stuff. So that's when I really started, uh, well, there was a couple subjects, but that really got me interested. And that's, and just learning how to do it. I think a lot of people just don't know how to do it. They, they're, a lot of people aren't like me. I'm like a dog with a bone when... (laughs) You really <laughs> you are. <know> me. <laughs> yes. Post links and leak screenshots, I'll highlight stuff. So it's a comprehensive thing when you're looking through it. I like to show people where my mind is, what I'm looking at, why these certain things were important, why I'm headlining this or highlighting it. Be- and then it's really easy to follow along. I don't know. I just think that's easy for people.
0: Yeah. It's, so. You, you, you do such a good service. It, it's always, uh I know I've come to you many, many times. You and I talk a lot anyway. And so yeah. we, we hash out a lot of stuff. And yeah. I know when I come to you that I can expect you to be grounded, first of all, which someone like me needs. And mm-hmm. uh, and then you always have something rooted somewhere that I, I wasn't aware of that adds to the narrative in a good way. And so I... Uh, and like I said, when I've been in group panels, it's, you know, there's, <laughs> we get a certain <laughs> amount of our friends together, yeah. and I'm guilty of this, you know, I'll get into cruising with Steak, and I initially, you know, initially you come into, you open cruising with Steak, and it's all smut, you know, like, know. Uh, I'm in there talking about <laughs> Igor and stuff, so and it, you know it, it, it's yeah. fun but then it's yes. then it's really fun and these are our friends but yes at some point we do need to to just kind of i don't know shelter to, you know meander off and actually start to talk about these things that where we separate out the comedy right yeah exactly oh my i see my I- uh my my disabled Lucian, my disabled wolf dog is meandering around. I've got the, the gate Uh-oh. from the kitchen. I let him come in when I'm in here, but I have one pad for him. And uh-huh. I move it because I thought he wanted to be in the dining room. And so he's looking in the den. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so here's the concern. <laughs> he's not... He's wh- going to go potty. Yeah. And so... Yeah. It's a thing, but whatever. Yeah, no, I know If you hear this in the background, him scuttering, that's what it is. I'm going to let it be. Okay. So I wanted to come in, and like I said, I want to start this section, as I'm I'm calling it, wooed, and I want to have you on as a regular person here, uh, and I'm hoping that uh Well, I know a lot of people that just listen, our core group mm-hmm. at Knox Mente, you know, you're so integral in there and you're in the chat. I'm not in the yeah. chat. So you are, uh, people that know you, know you. And yeah, so a lot of people know I've you. I've been around, yeah. I, I'm
1: in a lot of different areas of the interwebs. People will go, oh, I recognize, <laughs> hey, I saw you comment here and I saw you comment there. And I don't comment as much as I used to. Um, but, and a lot of times on lives now, I won't comment. I'll be watching, but, and it's not because I'm like looking or lurking or anything. If I don't have anything interesting to say then i you know i just i don't know i think i'm i'm getting older ish. i'm growing <laughs> i don't always have to be running my mouth like i did when i was a kid
0: <laughs> oh the lessons suzanne the lessons. i know
1: right <laughs> we've been through a few yes indeed with me. <laughs>
0: so but yes. this is why you were yeah I, this is good i like i like this idea when a lot. i started this up you were the you were one of the very first people on my list here oh uh, i i wanted to bring in and I'm just so glad you're here. So let's Thank let's you. get into into some stuff. I wanted to kind of start with a little bit of, um, so we're it's all going to be woo. So people who okay. love the woo are going to love this. But I wanted to start mm-hmm. in with your experience with Morgellons, and I'm saying this because all of a sudden now it's got it's got real grit in the scientific community and it's starting to come forward again i'm not sure if you're aware of that but i have just seen seen more of it and i, I subscribe to a couple of scientific journals and mm-hmm. i'm starting to see it become more validated and Good. that is significant because you dealt with Morgellons early mm-hmm. on and you had an extreme encounter with it
1: yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, I didn't have open sores. I didn't have the fibers. I had fibers coming out of my nails. I had black fibers. They were, it was like, it was like string or something. It was like a hair. Um, and they were coming out of my nails. Um, they were, and it wasn't for my clothing. Believe me, I checked like, but all the things. So, so that was, and then, you know, there was the whole nano thing. And I've had so many people tell me, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, not so many, but you know how that goes on comments. Oh, this lady's crazy. Okay, well, you know, did I manifest it? That, that's the thing I still worry about. You know, I do because we've talked about it. Yes. Did I manifest it? Because you're thinking all these, you know, you go to your doctor. She, and I did eventually go to my doctor because I ended up shaving my head. Yes. Because it was, it, this is what I thought. And this may sound crazy and I really don't care. I thought, because I've been picking at my head. We lived in Southern California. We moved down there in 2011. We'd been living in the Modesto area for 17 years prior. And we lived here in Davis and Vacaville. I grew up in Northern California. But we moved down to Laguna Niguel in 2011. And I sit outside. I did a lot of stuff outside. was at the beach all the time like all outside all the time and i didn't even think about fukushima but steve always said don't worry about that you know i don't think that had anything to do with it Mm -hmm. but anyway i mean it was just weird that we moved down there right after it happened Mm -hmm. so because we moved in october so anyway um my head would itch and and i would pick my head well i ended up picking big patches off my head and then uh like my hair would move and stuff. It was really weird. And then I got, I started getting the threads in my nails. And so I started looking into what it was. And Morgellons is the only thing I could find that was, um, the closest thing to it. And you know, if you've looked into Morgellons, there's some scary crap out there, right? Oh yeah. It, yeah, it can freak you out. I thought I had bugs in my hair because I had my head itched all the time. Um, I thought like I had nanobots or something coming out of my head. I didn't know what was going on. It was, it just felt like, uh, and it was probably just the hair follicles or something. I don't think they were coming out of my head now that I think back, but um, it was just really weird. The, The whole thing was so weird. And that's all I can describe it as it's terrible because it's not even a really good descriptive word. Um, it was almost, I could see where people could lose their mind trying Mm -hmm. to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I listened to all the videos. There was somebody that talked about having to, uh, if it was any type of nano, right. Any type of nanotech. I watched a lot of stuff about nanotech, uh, the whole MEMS, you know, there's micro electronic uh, machines mm-hmm. and they have all those. I mean, there's, they have all kinds of stuff in your clothing sensors and there's all kinds of stuff with nanotech, right? There's even cotton fabric. That's nano fabric.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: They, they use it in, uh, in like meshes, uh, in all kinds of hospital stuff. You've got it in, I mean, it's just everywhere. thread, for, for stitching up in bodies, you know, it's everywhere. Cause one lady thought she got it from, um, a, an operation that she had, she had found some proof or something anyway. So the point is, is that, um, it was just super, uh, intense. I didn't know what was going on. The more I researched, the more I was like, okay, I, I'm not going to follow any of this stuff. So I found this person that they said, you have to shock yourself. Like you have to, and that's what, uh, one of the, um, people that made nanotech stuff, he was talking about something and how you could like make it, what you'd have to do to, this isn't going to come out right. I don't really know how exactly he said it, but to like kill it, I guess is essentially what you want to do. You want to turn it off. So he said you would have to, whatever it was made at, whatever frequency it was made at, you would have to, um, use the same frequency to kill it. And that made sense to me and the whole electromagnetic thing and a pulse, like a, uh, like a shock. So I started going around trying to shock myself on stuff. (laughs) That sounds totally nuts, but that's what I did. And then I, uh, uh, just so many different things but I, I ended up listening to a lot of frequencies I listened to a lot of uh, those um what were those ones that I sent you all I can't remember the bionic beat by
0: bi, binaural beats oh yes yes remember all those yes mm-hmm. the frequencies those stuff, yeah. yep
1: those really helped and I would use different frequencies on that frequency uh, thing app on my phone and I would listen to just Full pitch, and I would go up and down, just trying to figure out what the frequency was, and uh, and I don't remember how long it lasted. I I want to say probably about six or seven months, but it happened before I met you guys, before I'd even met Jerry. Yeah, so I was all on my own with this crap going on, and I didn't know if I was contagious. I was freaking out. I didn't want to go around the grandkids. Um, I didn't want to go around my, my father-in-law who just had a kidney transplant. Like it makes you so worried about what is going on with your body. And, um, so I ended up, you know, finally I'm fine. It, it all went away. I, I think the frequencies, I think, you know, I really believe in, in shocking yourself. I think there's something to that. Um, and I don't know, is there, is there anything you had a question about or did I leave well, something out?
0: I knew how severe, when you shave your head, you're really yeah. going through it. And I had yeah. just recently seen some new studies on it uh, that I just think are riveting. And this is separate from, the, from Clifford Carnicom's stuff Mm -hmm. and you know he's got that institute devoted to this kind of thing and ilana freeland has talked about this and if you take a mic i had to do this if you take uh even like a sewing uh, magnifying glass you will see oh yeah (laughs) you will see some crazy stuff in your skin yep so uh, you know I, I I had a jeweler's loop and yes, a yes. magnifying
1: glass and I would like triple them up <laughs> to be able to see what was under my skin or in my skin or, you know, I went through some crazy weird stuff.
0: Yeah. But that's that alarming that I've done it too. And I couldn't believe, and I think it was one of Alana's shows where she said, just take, take a jeweler's loop and look at your skin. We all have this now. And, yep. uh. And it's interesting how it came into being with chemtralls, which should not be in the realm of woo any longer, same with Morgellons. and uh, that's right, and they so, are not woo <laughs> no this is this is talked about seriously amongst serious scientists and oh, yeah. in the medical field now and, yep. and and as we move further into our elect our new electrical environment that's including uh this push to get to 7g yep. we are now have to take this stuff serious because there are as you mentioned earlier textile the textile industry is now latent with this kind of tech and Mm -hmm. so much so that you don't actually need uh, you know, they can track you, they can track the fight, the, the actual textile. So if stuff gets stolen, there are uh, there, there's an ability to track it because it's all woven into the fabric now, which Mm -hmm. I find horrifying. So do I, it's terrible. I, now on the good side of it, I, I enjoy it and I enjoy modern tech, too. On on its good side, but we we do have to be realist about this and understand that most of this was developed in a military, <laughs> yeah, you know, right for, <laughs> by the military in the military and for the military, mm-hmm. and it, which to me already says this is not for the betterment of humankind, and so well, exactly yeah. So the good stuff that comes out is fantastic, but unfortunately, that's not the full coin here. And so right. and so I wanted to bring that forward because it, it's something that's going on and it, it does play and it's going to play heavier into this narrative that we're looking at as we start moving more into what's been going on with what we see what people are just calling this reset and this global change. So whatever mm-hmm. however people want to wrap their head around what's currently going on and Susan and I always stay above the uh, people level almost always. And uh, we try to get to the ideas of what's going on with social engineering and uh, these deep programs and why. And so I just wanted to point that out that this is a factor now. I had talked about, uh, I think with Emily the other day, you know, now they're introducing with the new GMO tomatoes, they're putting the, a COVID vaccine in in them, and I posted that link in in the. What sh- I think I've got that in the show notes. If I don't, I've got it on Twitter, and I'll get it on the show notes here. In fact, I'm gonna oh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down now. Uh, uh, GMO tomatoes, and but they're vaccinated, and I can't. Tomatoes. I'll look it up here. They're not giving it to the public yet, are they? Well, it's their intention to get it out there. And so this is what I'm saying. The weaponization of food. And oh, yeah. And that's been a long-term, long lay. I am
1: living in the middle of it. Yes. Davis is GMO central. The whole the, There's a huge part of the university that's all GMO stuff. Well,
0: so... give us a little... Talk about that for a minute.
1: Well, so they started doing research. I think Davis was the first university. Don't quote me on that because I'm not sure, but I know that it has a huge GMO department. They have fields all over around here where, and this was another thing I looked into when I was looking into the Morgellons. um, Anything that the universe, I found out that the universities are funded by the government, by military programs.
0: Surprise, surprise.
1: Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and yeah, and when there is a nano department out here in Davis at the university, they have a nano uh, telescope and all that stuff or microscope and telescope, microscope and they have a whole department and uh, <laughs> this blew my mind. The professor, the guy in charge of the department got a huge grant from DARPA for developing nanotechnology and You know, blah blah blah, the
0: military. So it's. I want to point. I found this article. the The title it's from, from Cornell Alliance for Science, and it's GMO tomato as eligible COVID vaccine. Mexican scientists work to make it a reality, and this is coming from Cornell's Alliance for Science people. This is not a rag, uh, man. You got <laughs> to grow your own tomatoes if you want to eat them. <laughs> well, and then I mean, look at that. Look at that idea, though. You can't oh, grow yeah, well, what. Look what. Look what the big companies have done with their the pollinization. You can have an organic farm, but your neighbor may not. And then exactly right. The trade. The winds. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they say nothing is truly organic anymore. Right. And and how I can it be, that? Suze? How could it be? Logically.
1: <laughs> exactly. But All this stuff. I mean, even if it is just jet fuel, it's still raining down on us.
0: Well, there's we water them, they go into the ground. The ground there are no borders yep. on the ground. The nope. the 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 roots are pulling up, you know, your neighbors stuff. <laughs> <And> exactly. <laughs> I know. The seeds get into the air <laughs> yeah. and the air pushes yeah, stuff over. So there yep. this idea of uh your space is your space when we're looking at it from this level is folly. So it's like the mm-hmm. old school back in the day and and this is where you know I'm all like do what you will person and just leave me alone you know make your choices but it it was like the idea of the smoker section in a plane come on (laughs) yeah we're all smoking if you're smoking we're all (laughs) inhaling that Come on, it was like you got to be kidding. I used to laugh when I was little, go to a restaurant, and so there was literally like one part of the restaurant was non smoking, the other part where there's no different room, it's the same room, and the other part's non smoking. It's like okay, but the whole room is just like a speakeasy, you know, it's just filled with smoke. (laughs) It is, so I know, I know, and we
1: all grew up, you know, with our parents smoking with the windows up. Up, all oh, yeah. kids are in the car you know
0: no yeah. one's wearing a seatbelt. yeah oh yeah absolutely you know? <laughs> cooking and smoking going 80 miles an hour yeah but at least in those at that period everything was way cleaner and so it was, i mean at this yeah. point bring back the old school cigarettes and i'm let's, saying i know right <laughs> let's just step backwards we were cleaner <laughs> then uh so, well, much. so so with that with all this said this is something that that we've talked about and so yeah it it is it does seem like to me there is a push to to how do we say this well clearly everything's evolving and changing and clearly there's some sort of agenda to get more control on a global scale and the the death rate amongst Gen X and up, above, and actually the older millennials, because the millennials are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these are a lot of the people we're seeing dying off. And with the new the new stuff that's going on, it's really, it's a lot of upper 30s, 40s, and 50-year-olds that are really getting sick now. Before, when, when I was growing up, it's like the elders, and I'm talking right. like 70s and above. Would get Well, sick. because
1: you know, if you get, get get somebody sick in their 30s, they're going to be your patient for the next probably 40, 50 years,
0: and that means what? Money? Just <laughs> your solid stream of income. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the way it is. Well, in the darker the side, not even the money is not even the dark side. The experimenting. Yep. No, is the, experiment- the dark side, and which
1: brings brings me back to the whole thing. What I was looking into was. They started genetically modifying insects to so that they couldn't reproduce, and they started putting it into the, the plant that it would so they genetically modified the plant that it would make the insect when it was feeding off of it sterile
0: so it couldn't reproduce.
1: What the hell is that doing to us?
0: Yes. It's, it's, so what do you see? And so you were seeing this down where you are, right? Yes. Uh, Then there were books about it from the late
1: 1800s where they were doing it. They started doing it. They were trying to eradicate insects from the crops. And so the pest controls, I, I guess, you know, at that point, I don't know what kind of pest controls they had back then, but, you know, my dad used to spray DDT on the orchard.
0: Yes, well, I think, you know? and for people that aren't familiar, there was the you know a gigantic government uh, campaign to prove that DDT was safe, and there were commercials with families eating at picnic yep. tables where they're spraying it on them eating. With the I kids, remember that. right, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and then also you, they would show spraying food and then serving the food and saying, "Look, you know, perfectly okay <laughs> for Billy, and Billy feels fine. Billy's loving his delicious hamburger, yes. and on how safe it was." And when Billy's 30,
1: he's going to come down with an autoimmune disease. (laughs) And and when he's 40, he's he's dead. (laughs) Right.
0: He's going to get colon cancer. He was sick his whole life and then died. Right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Was on how many prescription medications? You know, we've talked about that a lot, about uh, I'm not on any prescription medications. And frankly, I don't ever want to be on any more, ever. I've been on enough that... You know, it 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 becomes a slippery slope once you get in, and you you know they start telling you your blood pressure is too high. Well, I feel fine. You know, I don't think it's too high. It's just a little bit elevated because I'm here.
0: Yes, and I don't want to be. (laughs) Right, that's always and all the the blood
1: tests. You know, Mm. hey, I don't know. For me, if I'm not sick, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm sorry, I'm not playing the games of the health insurance company where they want you. Like when we were in Southern California, and he worked for Kiwit. They, we had to pay extra because we wouldn't go on their exercise program through the company and all this other crap. They wanted to monitor everything about you and make you healthy so that they didn't have to pay higher premiums or something. So I figured, well, just pass the cost back on to me then. It's my life. I'll do it however I want. But I still thought it was BS.
0: Well, how, so with that said, what, you know, how do you feel about, So traditionally, and up until recently, we've been able to say, and I'm one of these people too. You know, if anyone's listened to me, you know, I I got very sick and was a, I guess what they'd call a good girl because I went into the allopathic system and, uh, and did what they said for years, Mm -hmm. and I never felt good, and it just continued to get worse, and the blood levels were. Fine. It was Hashimoto's autoimmune. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone in in at least America has an autoimmune system now. If you got yeah. arthritis, people don't understand yep. what it is. It's little things.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, uh,
0: it is. It's arthritis. It's it's. it I mean, it's everything. Uh, really, if you've got any kind of swelling, you've got an autoimmune mm-hmm. system. And so, I mean, even yes. migraines at this point, I think, are classified under that for recurring. Anyway, so, you know, I was a girl, I did it, and I never felt good. And it was mm-hmm. like, so what, the rest of my life is going to be you telling me everything looks good and me not feeling good and not looking good. You know, I could see a yeah. difference in my appearance. And yeah. I I found that unacceptable after so long, and I just had to cut the cord. And Uh I have flare-ups all the time. I'm having a flare-up right now, but I know what I did Mm. to get there. I know when I I hit a stress event, I know that it's going to affect me three months down the line because the body is not an instant reactionary system. These systems in your body, some of them take time to process trauma. And Uh so, you know, your nervous system takes time. And yeah. the autonomic system may be faster and dealing with stuff like right now it has to. But the of these other systems, your endocrine system is definitely, you've got to look at that in chunks of months. And so I just started on my own path. And this is where mm-hmm. I'm super proud of you. When we met, you were on some meds. Mm-hmm. And I was. I was taking Adderall.
1: Yes. And I was taking Xanax.
0: Yes. And those Ad- were the
1: last two I was on.
0: And so. Adderall is an SSRI, isn't it?
1: No, uh, I don't think so. That's it's not a,
0: technically an SSRI.
1: I don't think it is, but I do know that people use it for depression. Mm-hmm. So it might be. I don't, I never thought about that. I'll have to look into that. I'm going to look. Into um, but it's used for, uh, adult deficit disorder or attention deficit disorder, but I had adult. I didn't have it as a kid. And I, I don't know, you know, did I even really have it? Are we all a little bit attention deficit these days?
0: (laughs) You know? Well, that, I mean, that's part of like, I also think that's part of this uh, social engineering.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yep. And because you know how many people that we know they're on, on drugs like that?
0: Uh, I, at this point, I assume almost everybody. A lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I never think about people taking medication. I don't know why. I just never think, Oh, that person's on drugs or that person's been, I mean, not just medication, but like if somebody's acting weird, I don't automatically go to, Oh, that person's on drugs. I always think of drinking first. And then anyway, that doesn't matter. But, but my point is, is that, uh, Oh, I guess that was my point, that I just, I never think about other people being on medication.
0: Well, I don't either. We're not people, we're not like that. And so, and when you're interacting with people, it, you know, I'm always, I'm case by case with literally everything in my life and everyone in my life. So there's no, I just don't group things together. And, Mm -hmm. and if I were to stop interacting with everyone that was in the allopathic system. And this is not, and this is not counting street drugs. This is just the allopathic system. I probably wouldn't have any friends. Exactly. I wouldn't either. So we can't, this is, this is not something like And I'm not saying like people that. should yeah. not
1: take medication at all. I am not, I'm just saying, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be on high blood pressure medication at 55 years old, you yeah. know?
0: Yes. Um,
1: I don't have a high stress job. I don't do anything other than, you know, I mean, there are things that stress me out, but you know what I mean?
0: Uh, well, what, what what inspired you to get, I hate using this term with these things you were prescribed, but what inspired you to cut the cord and get clean? Stop taking it. Yeah.
1: I, I had been, uh, I had not been, I, I never took the full amount, uh, usually, um, sometimes I would take more than what I was supposed to if I was like wanting to stay up or something, but I was always a night owl anyway. Um, so I just, I just got sick of it. And then my doctor wanted me to come in for, um, she wanted me to, to, she wanted me to come in for something before she would refill it. And you're supposed to do it every six months. Well, it only been like three months. And I just felt like she was harassing me. And I thought, you know what? I don't even need to be on this anyway.
0: I love that. It's not something on you. I need. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: That was the thing. I was like, screw you. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I don't need that crap anyway.
0: <laughs> Quit nagging <laughs> so I me.
1: Stopped... Exactly. So, you know, yeah. So I stopped taking the Xanax too, because uh, that was basically for my legs at that point for restless leg syndrome. And Steve found these restless leg pills for me that work just as, they work fine. And you know what? I have not had an anxiety attack in months, Nish, where I can't breathe. When you were talking about how your body, three months down the line, something will hit you because your body has that memory and it doesn't always come out when it, you know, when stuff happens, when trauma happens. I remember I was 18 and I was walking to work. I worked at this convenience store down the road and I was walking to work And all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. I was 18 years old. That's when I started having pain. It was, I guess it's technically a panic attack, but you can't breathe. So then I would start to hyperventilate because I couldn't get a deep breath. And I thought, what is this from? I'm not stressed out about anything. I was, it blew me over. I, I couldn't understand what was happening. And I said but there's nothing wrong right now. and so many times I've been to therapists and stuff and they've said, yeah, but you know, it was probably something from before. And you but you never think about that when you're in that moment.
0: Right. this is this is one of the things that is uh, important. And I noticed that uh, it, it seems logical to some to people when they get it or they start, down the path of trying to connect dots. When Mm -hmm. you you step back and you you start asking yourself, could this be related to this other thing, right? Mm -hmm. Could this symptom be related to that symptom? And you start to realize that nothing's disconnected, especially when we're talking about health and wellness. It's all interconnected and heavily interconnected.
1: Yes. Yep. It, it sure is and your mind has a lot to do with your health
0: and and so exactly but when and and, and we know through obviously Tavistock and all that stuff we know mm-hmm. how easily manipulated we are yep by everything around us and by word speech and by tone and intonation and images and flicker rates and and wave technology and all the stuff that's been weaponized against us through really the fine art of propaganda by these big, large companies to yep. get you into the web, into into the net if you will and keep you there so Mm -hmm. and then and we give away our sovereignty we give it away to the doctor right it's so true yes and and that's how that's how it happens you need Mm -hmm. you know you've got restless leg syndrome so here you know take this and then exactly that has a side effect and all that you know one of the side effects is the blues depression down and out yep we'll take this. And then all of a sudden you're, you're just in there. Now you are the fly in the spider's web.
1: And you're on five different medications that you're going, what am I on all this medication for? You know, I think it, it is, it's such a slippery slope. And, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, not, I'm not an, for me I don't want to take medication. For anybody else they can take whatever they want. Steve takes like five or six medications. You know, he's got high blood pressure and stuff. So Yeah, this um, is this is a personal thing. And it's important thing. to me that yes. he takes medication because it throws him off if it, if he doesn't take it. And then it spirals and all kinds of stuff happens. So, you know, and he's not on any depression medication, but it, it, his blood pressure, I mean it's real illness stuff that can happen to him if he doesn't take it. So um, it, and, yeah, well, so. and part
0: of, and this is the thing. It, it is you have to get to the mental state. Yes, where, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, where you want you're tired of of that system, yeah. and and you have to do a lot of work. Yes, to start, you do. You have to do more work than the <sighs> specialists you're dealing with because they yep. only deal with that special whatever. So mm-hmm. the neurologist only deals with that, and mm-hmm. uh, and so then you get you get you know you're in that office, then you're in you know the nerve doc, you're in the nerve doctor's office, then you're in the head doctor's office, then you're in the skin doctor's office, and when you start going natural, say a naturopath or ayurvedic, and all the other modes that are out there. Mm-hmm. In, right, these are integrated uh, therapies, and they're looking at your system as a whole. And, exactly, but they are—they don't want you as lifetime patients. They want to get to no. the core, and they yep. want you to—they want you to educate you along the way, and they want you to feel good. And so, you mm-hmm. have to be in the mind space of wanting to do this work, and it's a lot. Of work especially if you're seriously ill and you're right yeah. you're going upstream it's not yes. easy and so I, I understand that and this is why where you and I have the same idea do what you're gonna do these and this is the beauty of being sovereign if you want to go down that path of the allopathic system and all that that's your choice and and mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly up to you and if you're feeling all right enough to get by and that's working for you, congratulations. I'm not judging you for that. I just don't want to be forced into that myself. Yes. Yeah, and, exactly. And this is a bigger conversation. As you know, this is why we're talking about this and we're, I think we'll get more into this in the second hour, but this is kind of the okay. warm up. Well, we, st- we still have a good 15 minutes on this section, but this is the warm up of how we've ended up where we are now, where we're looking at global modes of, yeah. of control here that include, yeah. include our health. Yes.
1: I can't help but feel that our health is the main. Well, how can I not help but feel we got COVID nineteen going on?
0: <laughs> exactly, COVID nineteen. <No. laughs> the big my bad grandkids plague. love that. <laughs> 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 I know, but but it really is. They
1: want control over our health. They want children.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. So we'll, this we'll is get the whole we'll thing. into that in yeah. the second hour. That's private and. Okay. uh. But this is a big deal, and I it is. I want I want to. Uh, uh, it, uh, it's it's such a big deal that it's hard to present it in a way now to people. It, it, no one's there's no rationality going on right uh-uh. now, and if you are are trying to come from a rational centerline pl- place, you know, place of uh-huh. let's look at this and let's step back and look at this and look at how far reaching it is and how deep rooted uh-huh. it is and where is it ultimately taking us? It's it's way more than what people really understand and what mechanisms are being used to get us there and that's mm-hmm. the social engineering aspect right yep and so you know as everyone knows a year ago this where we are now people would have laughed about i was making videos about this i i did see this coming i know you
1: were yep. yeah and that's you
0: did. the point of those videos is to timestamp. but
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is this is this is This, all of this, if you would have said a year ago, the world's going to be on lockdown and everyone's going to have to wear these masks that on the mask say does not protect you from this particular strain. Yet you're going to be mandated and to go anywhere. And if you don't wear them, then the culture around you is going to ostracize you in such a Mm -hmm. way that it looks like a scene from the seventies version of the body snatchers. And that's all out of fear. (laughs) Right. But every, this would have been high conspiratorial. This would have been, you would have been laughed out of every chat room. You would, Mm -hmm. except for the deep woo. And And here we are. And so there we are. And yet the same people that were would have laughed at us then are laughing at us now when we move this idea down a logical
1: timeline,
0: Mm -hmm. a logical timeline, looking at it reasonably and following the breadcrumbs via white papers, via Mm -hmm. patents, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Public exercises and uh, role playing through corporate mm-hmm. corporate organizations. This is social engineering, absolutely at its finest. That it actually started and got on the ball, you know, over a hundred years ago, and yeah. and its roots are probably deeper. But a hundred years ago, we started to see a full idea of where where society was going to be steered and led Uh and here we are yeah
1: yeah you can pretty much read the map and we're there yes and where they want to go is oh my god i feel like we got to drive drive this truck off the cliff before we get there
0: Well, it's, it's on the, it's like two tires. The front tires are off, Suzanne. (laughs) You know, we're like, there's like, there's like a, we're, we're trapped on a little rock holding us. We're
1: stuck on a a
0: branch. (laughs) Right. And you can't move or you're going to upset that. Exactly. Oh my gosh. And, and no matter what, you know, and this is the thing I have found myself. And so if I strip myself back of and I've always said, you I, I'm, i I'm a strange person. I have uh, a good, I've always been open to Yeah. you, you are too. You're very psychically yeah. inclined. And all that is, is being open to yes. these other facilities that we mm-hmm. have all have access to and hearing yep. them, listening yeah, to do. your gut intuition Understanding what your dreams are trying to tell you about the outer world. Yes, it's tied into your inner world. This is all, everything's connected as we understand yeah, it. it. Is. And mm-hmm. so as we move forward, this is this is what we have to to try and parse out and look at and deconstruct. And the problem is we are halfway over the cliff. Yeah. And, and so now it's like, I'm hearing a lot of people say, what do I, That are saying people that never would have before say that none of this, this all looks like crazy town. This is, yeah. you know, are we in purgatory? Is this hell? Right. Is this the days? Is this, you know, every, all the religions are really feeling amped up in a lot of the old school prophecies, are re-amalgamated over these mm-hmm. events, and, and yeah. rightly so, because these events yep. truly are extreme. And our, for our lifetimes, yes. Oh, absolutely. Like at the beginning, I remember when last election, and I was telling people, everyone, I was having conversations, and some of these people I no longer talk to, when mm-hmm. I was saying, This is this is going to be worse than the 60s because everyone I started to see it then. And this was logic. This was not a psychic thing. This was just logic. And Mm -hmm. everyone, the few people I was talking to, well, they're like, it's not as bad as the 60s. And, uh, you know, it'll even out and all this. And I said it is worse than the 60s. It is worse, even though four years ago it hadn't surpassed that marker. Right. But you could see it was going to. It was headed that right. way. You could see the train coming down the track. Absolutely. And so some, you know, people that didn't and, uh, you know, I was just surprised that I, I lost people I love over, over that. And this was not talking about one party or the other. This was talking about socially, period, point, blank. Yeah. Just social unrest through all the different mechanisms that have now played out and here we are it's way worse than the 60s were i think it's what the 60s wanted to be yeah i think so too and here we are it's a fabian experience really oh i absolutely agree yes don't you see that a lot of people don't understand that i do well they don't
1: understand what fabian what the fabian society society is is and all that I mean, they don't understand how far back the Jesuits go, and everything that goes along with the Jesuits, I won't say it, but you know what it is, so.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's out there, and it it is out there. I, it, it's again. People don't want to do the work, Suzanne. They don't want no, to do don't. what you do yeah. and actually. But then, get when you down. present them with all of the facts and everything, they still don't want to believe you. Right. So this is where because this is where you're crazy. Good. You will go and you read these white papers, and then you present them to a lot of our friends and in, in, mm-hmm. in places. You're like, here's the white paper, and and yep. people still, even though you've sleuthed through and yeah. and pulled out significant and documents and deduced it for them <laughs> screenshotted highlighted people still don't want to no. do the reading <laughs> they don't want to do the reading <laughs> in official in official papers from the government and from you know different groups yeah. important corporatized groups and so they they want it in video form they want it in flash, yes. flash form Right.
1: Exactly. And and that's so true. That's exactly what they want. But, you know, uh, (laughs) to me, I like getting information from a video. Like I like somebody to report on the facts and
0: tell me what's going on. Absolutely. But with the crumb trails, here are the sources.
1: Exactly. Give me all your sources. I want to go look at them and I do look at them. You know, I do. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm always checking people's stuff. So, you know, and I just think it's important. uh, There's just uh, this whole social engineering thing, just it just makes me sick. And I think it was like two years ago, it really, I really noticed it uh, how it was socially uh, steering young adults. And, you know, the whole, um, oh, I'm just not even going to get into There was a kid, what happened in my life and you know what happened with one of my kids. I felt it was very socially engineered. So, Mm
0: -hmm. um, can you just generalize that how you got to where you are with this? Okay. So, um, and you don't have to use your example. You can just bring it up.
1: And- yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of uh, just how how they've made the kids feel like... Um, I'm trying to be... Because um, this is a sensitive subject. Uh, just who they should love and who they shouldn't... Or not who they shouldn't love. It. It's just it feels like they don't want boys to be boys and girls to be girls anymore. Yeah. Well, not, it feels like not that it feels like, cause I know Jerry hates that when we say we feel something, I think, and there's enough evidence that that's what they want. They want everybody to be gender neutral. Yeah. And don't use pronouns. Don't use, you know, God forbid you call somebody a, he that's a she. And, and I get it. People are sensitive and I understand that, but for regular people, we don't know how to um you know like if we're not in those groups i know i just here, feel like oh, this is going you I, I real you're going. wrong
0: <laughs> no i know it, here's the thing here's the thing with all of that and um and i certainly have a lot of friends that are in this in you know in those waters having gone to art school out here in portland and mm-hmm. and i was getting a lot of um because because in school, you know, the, the you have to deal with people, and the relationships yeah. uh, do tend to, to, you know, in school, you get this kind of fraternity vibe with people. And so, mm-hmm. and because I was in classes with people that were just coming into school, uh, and so they're, you know, like 18 and 19, there are people my age, too, and people going master's degree and all that, but mm-hmm. I, I always got this past from younger people and, uh, which was great because you know, they're they're like, Oh, you've been a trailblazer, blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing uh, that I was always presenting. I am more than happy to call you and identify you in the way you want, but I cannot tell that if you don't tell me this. Thank you. Yes. If you're presenting to me, And we're just going to use the very simplest because it's deep. There's a million shades of this. Yeah. And just the male-female, which is the very surface of this. If you're presenting to me as a female, I'm going to assume that's what pronoun you want me to use. Even if I see that you're like an early transition transgendered person and you've got, you know, you're not looking very female, but you're trying to. I will mm-hmm. I will call you her or him whichever direction yes. you're going. Yeah. But if I can't tell, mm-hmm. and if there's too much going on, it's very difficult to to address some people. And yes, and that's where you people in these circles and trying to push this forward. It, it's difficult for others in the world to know. We shouldn't have to intuit. And right, and that's where they brought forth all this language the theys and theys and all this y'all. Y'all's, I've mm-hmm. always been saying y'all, and so I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you know it was never grammatically correct and it was always no. something I'd get in trouble for, but now it's actually loved and adored. So I uh, know, <laughs> and I'm glad for it because I use y'all, and yeah, uh, but this is the thing you cannot expect people in in the world to n- know what what you want without right letting them know but if you're becoming aggressive with it and that's the thing it's the aggressiveness and
1: lashing out at just regular people who are just trying to get on with the dang day you know yeah because that's mostly what everybody's doing absolutely mostly people are just trying to go to work come home, feed their kids, you know, feed their pets, uh, live their lives. And just live their just, life yeah. without trying to get in with uh, you know and uh, but the social engineering thing is really leading these kids down this path that just it it breaks my heart in a way because so many kids and I've seen this in, you know, communities in like discord communities where They want somebody to tell them about themselves so badly, you know. Yeah. And they want guidance. Kids want guidance, and they're not getting the right kind of guidance. I'm sorry.
0: They need well. They're getting very what they're getting, and what they have been getting for a long time. This is not new. It's just becoming more extreme now. Is they're getting very specific guidance and Mm -hmm. a very uh, keyhole guide. Guidance. Yeah. And this is where like the Fabian society and that stuff really comes to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, the days of the Renaissance education where you got were well rounded on all sides where that's over. Yeah. Where you yeah. would talk about, say, a war and you would look at the losing side and the winning side and you would go from extreme you know one extreme to the other and analyze it really you know Mm -hmm. do some analytics here and uh and then move forward with your hypothesis from there those days are over and 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 we're seeing this play out with the atrocities that are going on with the rate cancel culture and the erasing mm-hmm. of historical documents and historical art and architecture. And we were seeing that all along in in little ways through, mm-hmm. say, ISIS in the Middle East, destroying everything that opposed their theology, their, their right. ideas, where they were blowing up, you know, that two thousand year statue. Oh, I know. Oh, it's just so disgusting, atrocious, and it's nothing <sighs> new. You know, the Romans did no, it. No, it's not. I know. But the ability to, de- to destroy things now is it's easier. So when yes. the Romans were doing it, it was harder. They had to get up on there and chip away at faces, and we see this with some of the early Egyptian stuff where. They would want to erase a pharaoh, and there's and there's plenty of that out there. People can go, oh yeah, where the faces are all erased. Like I think Tutankhamen's one, and uh, and this this has been in play, but now it's extreme, and Mm -hmm. and we're all going to lose because of it because now it's more immediate. And on this note, I I want to. So we've had this first hour, and. I want to uh, I know you don't have so you're you're Suzanne and you're out in the world, but how is there a way that people can find you, Suzanne? Uh I have a YouTube channel, um
1: and I'm on uh cruising with steak weekly normally and unless I go play grandma or something. <laughs> and then um and then uh if we ever do the hives, um You know, that's on Jerry Cthulhu's YouTube channel. And then on We've Read the Documents, there's a couple. It's in the show notes. It'll say, like, on the title um, for We've Read the Documents, if anybody's interested. Uh, There's one that was pretty good about um, the medical, you know, what's going on with all the medical stuff that they want to do with the kids and the psychological evaluations and all that stuff. So, And I think we're going to talk about that a little bit next hour. Yes. yeah so that's one of the shows on we've read the documents but
0: yeah that's other than that and and so, for people that not that don't know when Jerry and I started NoxMente, Suze was always the third person, even though I'm a consummate pro and I always show up. <laughs> so, yes, you do. <laughs> Suze had the opportunity to to fill in <laughs> once. So. One time. I was like, where's your questions, Nish? Oh my God. What is it? <laughs> but so officially, Suzanne's yeah. always been part of the NoxMente team and she's generally in the, I'm not in the chats very often, but is yeah i'm on. usually in the chat yeah she's in there <laughs> yeah. so you can you can certainly say hello to her there and she's yeah. in, in our discord server at nox and yep. also in cruising with Steaks. so with that said we'll see you on the other side thank you thank Sus. you thank you this was fun